Section 10 of Birds and Nature, Volume 12, Number 4, November 1902. Recorded for LibriVox.org by phone. Tragedy in Bird Life For the friends of birds there are, in cold days of wind and storm, opportunities of loving service. In the drama of bird life the scenes are ever-shifting, and struggle for existence is not always under sun-lighted genial skies it is true that creative love has endowed the birds with facilities for resisting the havoc of storms the feathered tribes nested in chosen coverts defy the elements and shake out their plumage in fearless defiance of tempests before which man stands in dismay a little bit of feathered anatomy will sway cheerily on unprotected twigs disdaining the shelter close at hand while the storm beats on wayside the endurance of these creatures of the air may well astonish men who with all their vitality and size succumb of necessity to the warring elements but in spite of their powers of endurance the storm periods are for the birds bitter intervals of life when hunger and thirst and cold combine to sweep them into the vortex of the lost. It is not the cold, unaccompanied by other influences, which devastates the ranks of the birds during extreme winter storm periods, however. It is chiefly the dearth of food. While the harvest of seeds over the meadows is available, the bleak blast moans about our birds innoxiously, but it is when the feathery snowflakes cover this well-stocked granary clinging about the seed-vessels of weed and flower, and closing it in a frozen locker, or the ice-storm wraps it in glittering ice, that the lairds are beaten before the winds, and perish of cold and starvation. There are few, if any, bird-lovers who have not some scene of tragedy to recount, some memory of storm-periods when the birds flew to the habitations of men for help, finding no hope but in the fragments cast away by some human hand that more thought is not given to the needs of the birds about our doors at such periods is due more to the prevailing impression that the birds have the means of providing even in times of emergency for their own needs than to a disregard of the interests of these little friends of the air unless we have awakened to pathetic struggle of bird life under some conditions we are not apt to be aroused to any obligation in the matter of aiding and providing for birds in seasons of peril but it is true nevertheless that the little visitor upon our door-sill who stays with us during the long winter suffers the anguish of cold and hunger frequently of starvation during the periods of intense cold and storm anguish which might be prevented by a little thoughtfulness on man's part in casting a trifle of food in sheltered nooks crumbs from the table cracked corn or coarse meal cracked nuts a bit of suet the latter being best served by being nailed upon some neighbouring tree high enough to be beyond the reach of any but the intended guests by such provision one phase of the tragedy of bird life would be abated and the friendliness of the little strangers developed to the pleasure of many bird-lovers who would receive in turn for their kindness the gladness sure to be theirs in watching the feast of the joyous birds the day when earth and sky meet in one maze of blinding snow or in the mist of rain which freezes where it falls is hard enough for the birds 
but while there is light there is also a hope of a scanty meal to be caught somewhere through the swirl of the storm but when this hope fails and darkness lowers into deepening night when bleak winds rage on every side the forests creak and moan the tormented air sobs and wails like a tortured soul when every sound is swept into the cadence of despair and the outposts of hills are lost in the labyrinth of tumultuous night then how bitter is life's tragedy for the hunger-racked birds how marvellous it is that so many little storm-beaten breasts survive to meet the struggle for existence at the dawn of a new storm-beaten day george klingle end of section ten this recording is in the public domain